0: Hello and welcome to yet another On The Grid podcast. We're on episode 13. This podcast is continued in collaboration with Prost International. I'm your host, Adrian Keita, and I'm once again joined by my lovely co-host, Harvey Todd. I promised you sometime in the next couple of weeks we'll have Cameron back, that's that's a definite, but we're still in the summer break, so it's still gonna be the two of us that you're listening to. Um, like I said, the summer break not many not many things are happening really essentially we had a we had a pirelli 18 inch um tire test um for obviously next year's tire we saw Mah- the lord mahadeira gunafan testing for alfa romeo uh which was probably one of the only shocks of the testing um and then we obviously had also tape or share and a few other drivers also testing the tires for next year um but i think it's i think it's only fair that we start off with a bit of a talking about the test harvey because lord mahavira laguna who expected that man to be testing for alfa romeo f1 at a test which is essentially going to be using the tires for next year i mean did they gain any viable any valuable data from him i mean with with teo porcher alongside him uh the day before i believe um they probably gained more valuable information from him, given that he's an F2 driver. But what did we think of the test uh, on the whole at the Hungara ring? Did you catch much of it?
1: I'll be honest, I didn't catch any of it. Um, the only bits that I saw was George Russell in a mirror and then the two Alpha Romeo drivers. And I thought it was interesting that Mojave got, got a drive. I'm not sure why it was. But perhaps him and Taylor Boucher have slightly different driving styles. Maybe Taylor's a little bit more aggressive. On the steering or whatever so it could have been done as a comparison but um yeah i, I, I thought it was a, a good test and more and more indicate indicators week by week in of georgian and mercedes
0: well this episode is going to be looking at the 2022 driver lineups we we already spoke last week that we're going to well we're going to put out an episode uh just based based on the 2022 driver lineups in our opinion of course uh it might change we don't know what will happen we're not gurus with it do, we don't know what can happen with contracts um but i think i think we start off uh, looking at the 10 teams now and i think it, it it's a good starting point but we talk about mercedes and you point there george russell out um obviously mercedes the top of the constructors championship currently uh they've signed lewis hamilton on to another deal which he's going to be the number one driver clearly um, but for, for myself, I've I've gone with George Russell. I've gone confident that uh, our Georgie boy will be uh, the number two driver for Mercedes. I don't think um, I don't think Bottas will stick around. That's that's I, I believe twenty five percent of a chance. It's slimming down ever ever so quickly uh, throughout the season. But I don't think Bottas will keep his seat, and I think George Russell. Uh, will be alongside Lewis Hamilton for the 2022 season. Harvey, what are your thoughts uh, for Mercedes' driver lineup for 2022?
1: I've gone the exact same. I've gone Lewis Hamilton as number one driver, George Russell as number two. Had Hamilton not signed that deal a couple of weeks ago, then I may have been looking at a potential retirement for Lewis, but he's keen to stick around, so it looks like he'll be in that Mercedes until at least 2024, I think.
0: Well, it looks like we've gone for the same, so not not much of a shock there. Um, then moving on to Red Bull, uh, I believe it will be the same driver lineup. I don't think uh, Max will move ships anytime soon, especially that we've put George there in the Mercedes, and I think Sergio Perez has done a good enough job in the Red Bull to to keep that seat for next season. Uh, I don't see the, the driver lineups uh, for Red Bull changing there for for next season at least. Harvey, are we thinking the same?
1: Yeah, I'm thinking the exact same for Red Bull. I think they're working well as a duo, and I think it'd be silly of Christian Horner to to change it. Um, I think that's probably the best duo they've had in probably since Ricardo left. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be Verstappen and Perez at Red Bull next
0: year. So not much of a change there, and I think McLaren will be similar again. I think Lando Norris is tremendously tremendous uh, this season, just blossoming. Uh, race by race, and Daniel Ricciardo, I believe he'll have a season similar to Renault. Uh, his second year at Renault, I believe he'll spring into action and actually show the show the race winning, title winning potential that he does have. Um, so yeah, I believe that for, for myself, um, at least, I think McLaren will will stay the same. Harvey, um, are you with similar thoughts?
1: Yeah, hundred percent agree. I think if Ricciardo does have a similar year to this year though, next year. I think it'll be um, someone else that'll step into that car alongside Lando um, in 2023.
0: Moving on to Ferrari and yet again I've gone a bit boring. Um, I think Carlos signs and Charles Claire will stay as a driver pair for 2022. I think they've both got a lot of potential and they're showing that, especially with uh, Carlos's podiums and Shaw Leclerc's uh pole positions this year. So I don't think the Ferrari uh lineup will will change. And I and I think matteo Benotto will will be thinking to kind of stabilize that pairing, especially after um placing Carlos Sainz in the Ferrari seat uh this season. Harvey, uh, again, um do we do we have the same uh, feelings that Ferrari will stick with the same driver lineup for 2022?
1: Yeah, I think I think they'll stick. I think there's no like I said with a couple of other teams I think they have worked all right as a duo and you know you don't if don't fix what isn't broken.
0: Moving on to Alpine and I I'm, I'm kind of on the fence here because I I really want Fernando Alonso to to stick around for another year but but a big but if he does decide to leave I think that Pierre Gasly might jump into the seat because if If there's not an opening at Red Bull, and I don't think Pierre would go back to Red Bull, I think uh, it'll be an all-French driver lineup for Alpine. And I think that Pierre Gasly might pair up with Esteban Ocon for 2022, or maybe even 2023. It's all depending on Fernando Alonso. Um, But yeah, I think I'm going to go bold and I'm going to go with Pierre Gasly uh, to pair up with Esteban Ocon for 2022. Harvey, what are your thoughts for... Alpine's driver lineup for
1: 2022. See, uh, I've been very not vocal, but very. I've been in favour of Pierre Gasly moving to Alpine, but it's just his history with Esteban Ocon that sort of makes me think it's not going to happen. Um, and I think the level that Ocon at the at the level that Gasly is at the moment, I think, I think he's going to be wanting to move to one of the top teams if he was to move away from uh, AlphaTauri. So. Going into next year, I think it'll be Esteban Ocon and Fernando Alonso. But I also think maybe in 2023, I think Teo Pocher may have a little little chance at that seat if Fernando was to retire.
0: Teo Pocher. Okay. I like what you thinking because we've we've obviously got Guan Yu Gio as an Alpine Academy driver, Oscar Piastri, just to name just to name two. And Teo Porsche is part of the Sauber Academy, um, so it would be, it might be slightly unlikely for him to to move to Alpine, but we never know. In twenty twenty three, that might happen. Um, moving on to Aston Martin, not much change there either. Uh, I believe Lawrence won't won't be bothering to kick uh, his son out of F one. I don't think that would happen, and I think Seb has done a tremendous job uh, since moving to to Aston Martin. Um, so. Sebastian Vettel and Lance Stroll for myself um for the driver of the lineup for 2022 uh for Aston Martin Harvey your thoughts
1: yeah i've completely i completely agree i've I've gone the same Vettel and Stroll for Aston Martin.
0: now moving on to alpha tauri and i've chucked gasly into alpine but that obviously leaves an opening for the for one spot because i think yuki Tsunoda will stay i don't think He's done too bad, especially in his rookie season. Harvey's been a bit vocal and has been—I don't want to say negative—but he's been a bit. What what what's the right word? Wanting Yuki to move to to step down, maybe something like that. Um, but I think Yuki will will stay for twenty twenty two. And I've put um, Alex Albon to Alpha for twenty twenty two. I think after this campaign i think it might be a good step up back into formula one for albon and to show his potential again in alpha like he did in 2019 um when he when he obviously had the move had the half uh, had the move to uh red bull halfway through the season um but harvey what are your thoughts for alpha in 2022
1: i've gone for quite not controversial one but um, one that I know will be quite popular, um, I think Pierre Gasly will stick around. I think 2022 will be his final year in an Alpha Tauri before he eventually moves up to to bigger a bigger team on the grid. You know, one that he can constantly fight for podiums. And then for the second driver I've gone for, Alex Albon. He'll be making his F1 return in 2021, uh, 2022, sorry.
0: So, so you're thinking that Yuki Tsunoda will will be brushed aside? What do we think would happen for Yuki Harvey? IndyCar, uh, a potential seat somewhere else? What what are you thinking with Yuki potentially moving away? He's, he's he's obviously young. It's confidence isn't gonna be brimming with him, especially if he's moved to the side after just one year.
1: Yeah, I, th- I don't think his performances have been too bad, but it, I think it's his sort of attitude on the team radio that sort of does it for me. He's He's very, uh, not blunt, but very fiery on the on the team radio. And sometimes it does come across a little bit rude. Um, but I think next year he will be in maybe a reserve driver role kind of thing, similar to what Alex Albon's done this year.
0: Now, moving on to Williams on the back of their double points finish at the Hungara ring. Um, Williams have already stated that their, their financial situation is is good and they don't need a driver backing um to potentially um help them financially um in in the situations that we're in currently um so for williams i've gone i i, I was initially thinking nicholas latifi but at this moment in time i don't think he will be having a seat in formula two uh, formula one sorry i think that um the Williams team will have a double drivers change, and I think that the two Mercedes um, reserve drivers, so Nick De Vries and Stoffel Van Don, will step up um, into F1. I, I, Nick and Stoffel obviously have um, that good connection with with uh, in Formula E with the Mercedes team, and as they are two, as they are two reserve drivers for the team, so I think that it's only fair to chuck the 2019 Formula 2 champion and the ex-McLaren driver um, in, a, in a driver pair for Williams uh, for 2022. Harvey, what are your thoughts?
1: I'm going something slightly different. Um, I was It was pretty much a 50-50 between Nick De Vries and Oscar Piastri, who's obviously doing phenomenal in F2 this year. But I've gone Nick DeVries in the number one spot at number one driver spot. And the first female in F1 in recent years, I'm going Jamie Chadwick, who's doing phenomenally in the W series this year.
0: Yes, only only one slight thing is a super licence points, which would need to go up ever so slightly for her to uh, potentially warrant a place uh, in Formula One. But she's a development driver for, um, for the Williams team, which would which would only seem fair. There's obviously Roy Nassani there. Dan Tickton's only just been released, um, which obviously could warrant a potential seat for Jamie Chadwick. But I, I don't see why not if she, if she secures the super licence points and um, she kind of integrates into the team and she wins the W Series Championship. I don't see why not and potentially throwing her into, I don't want to say the deep end, but throwing her into into the F1 scene and potentially seeing how she does uh, in 2022. But moving on to Alfa Romeo, and after not changing their driver line off for two years, I think that it is time for change at Alfa Romeo, and I've gone with Valtteri Bottas at Alfa Romeo with Callum Eilot. This may be seen as controversial, but Frederick Vasseur has been in contact with Valtteri uh, regarding a potential move to Alfa Romeo. Um, So I could see that happening for 2022, especially if uh, Bottas does not get a seat at Mercedes. And I think Callum Arlott, after coming runner-up in 2020, I I think that he deserved a seat in in Formula One last... uh, Well, this season, and he didn't get one because... Nikita Mazapin dived into the house seat, and especially with with his father's backing uh, into the sport and into the team, uh, it was kind of slammed the door shut for for Ilot So I believe that Alfa Romeo, driver line for 2022, will be Valtteri Bottas and Callum Eilat. Harvey, your thoughts?
1: I've not put either of them drivers in at Alfa Romeo next year. I'm going for Antonio Giovinazzi to, to retain the seat. Just to keep some continuity, you know. Obviously, he's been there a couple of years. He he sort of knows the team, and I'm going to go for Mick Schumacher to take the number two driver spot.
0: So essentially, you're thinking that Mick will jump into the Alfa Romeo, leaving the Haas seat free. And I might think, I might know who you're chucking in that Haas seat, but we'll, we'll go we'll go to Haas now. Um, I've stuck around with Mick Schumacher and Nikita Mazepin. I don't really see that, that driver lineup changing, especially after the duo signed a multi-year deal for the team. The only thinking is Nikita Mazepin may drop out if his father's backing drops out of a Formula a Formula One team, which is obviously a fair decision. Um, but that's the only way I think Mazepin will leave the sport. But apart from that. Mick Schumacher, Nikita Mazepin, 2022 hash driver lineup. Harvey, have you got a certain Mr. Callum in the team?
1: I have got a certain Mr. Callum lot as the number one driver, um, with Nikita Mazapin sticking around for that number two spot. I Lot, I think, should have got the seat in 2021, but obviously in Formula One money does talk and it was a case of have lot on your team or the team pretty much go bust. Um, so, yeah, i will finally get his chance alongside Mazepin uh, into 2022.
0: That's very interesting because both of the drivers, both Mick and Callum, are Ferrari Academy drivers, which could be seen as, as potentially Mick going into Alfa Romeo, into the slightly quicker car, and Callum dropping down into uh, the Haas car, which is slightly slower. But that's that's our driver lineups complete. We've got a few on. Well, I've got a few honourable mentions. I don't know about you, Harvey, but I've got a few honourable mentions on my list. Um, I've got Nico Hulkenberg on my list, Guan Zhou, Dan Ticktum, Roman Grosjean potentially making a return, uh, Kevin Magnussen. You've got Pierre Pocher, Robert Schwartzman, Oscar Piastri. It all. It, I think it will all go down to who wins um the formula two championship um whether it's oscar piastri whether whether it's dan ticton whether it's um guan yu zhou um but but for piastri and for Zhou, uh they're both alpine academy drivers and uh, there could only maybe potentially be one seat um free for for 2022 um and 2023 it all depends on whether pierre gasly will jump ship or uh whether Alpine will stay put with Ocon and Alonso, um, but that's to be seen. Harvey, have you got any honourable mentions on your list?
1: No, uh, you've pretty much mentioned them all there. Nico Hülkenberg, um, drivers like that, with a couple of the top F two drivers as well.
0: I mean, it, it will all go down to what the teams really want. I, I mean, I'm I'm praying and I'm hoping George Russell gets a Mercedes seat just after just after that test at the Hungara Ring. It was it was very interesting to see him back in a Mercedes. In, in a Mercedes car, uh, whether Mick Schumacher will jump ship to Alpha Romeo, and whether Callum Milot will finally be able to be given the chance in Formula One after impressing in 2020 in Formula Two for you and I virtuosity. But that's all we have time for in this episode of On The Grid. Thank you Harvey for joining me once again as per usual. Uh, we'll be back next week and um, probably doing something similar we'll probably maybe have a big quiz big first half of a season quiz or depending on whether i where i can find enough questions um to actually make it a quiz but thank you for listening and goodbye